We're back. Again. Here, here we are, back in the cellar for episode 16 of Moto Chronicles. I keep thinking about that, by the way. About what? The Moto Chronicles. Like, how good it is. It's got a good ring to it. It needs stickers and t-shirts. Merch. <laughs> Merch. <laughs> so funny. Well... It's coming into winter, so it's the time of... Cheers, lot. Mm. Oh, first beer of the night. Mm. <laughs> well, because the rest in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, it could... Cold? Huh? You cold? No, I just oh. went home because I was leaning back. And oh, right, I thought you were like... Ooh. Smashed into my Easy Rider poster. It is good. It's being held up by an ironing board. Fucking chaos, don't they? <laughs> well, I do like it. Absolute chaos. I love this room, but absolutely hate it. Look at the state of it. Also, everything's gone fucking mouldy. Even my um, it's turned. What do you mean? Weather. Oh yeah, I know. But... So down here will be damper than normal. <laughs> no, have you not? Have you not noticed that? Well, yeah, because it's got way colder. Than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even my gurns had I pulled them out to. Go on a ride the other day and they had mould on them. And oh, I was like, oh, fuck. No. Yeah, that's not what you want. It doesn't really help when you never clean them. But, <laughs> but I haven't cleaned mine and that's the way it should be. Didn't you get the better ones though? Yeah, but probably still clean them. To be fair, I think they're like, they're at least three years ten. old, but then plus the COVID rule. What, mine? Four. No, mine. What, you all get? Yeah. They're older than that, aren't they? I got them just after I got the TLR, so actually yeah, they're probably pretty old. Yeah, not way more than three like years, old. years old. I was thinking more like ten. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I think I got the TLR the summer after we started Willow Ski, so... At least seven years. That's, minimum yeah, seven that's years. Yeah, that's like 2015. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they're done all right then. Yeah, I think they're fucking good. <laughs> oh, I've just seen your Falcons through the shelf. Oh no! Are they my good ones? Yeah, your good boots. Look at them. Oh, They're white. No. <laughs> oh my god. That is not good. Why is everything so mouldy down here? Oh dear. That's like really mouldy. Charlie's got some like red, deep red, oxblood red. They're a bit like Red Wing boots. Yeah, a bit like Red Wings, but they're like not Red Wings. Oh, they're I'm have to have a look. Yeah, they're like leather, leather lace-up boots. They're like pretty cool for a bastard like Charlie and um they're oh my god <laughs> they're fucked What's they're literally like white and green all over and um oh dear potentially well, they're leather though aren't they so yeah they'll clean up but at the moment they're a bit of a biohazard like shit yeah they'll clean up like they'll come good but they're kind of that's the kind of situation with <laughs> oh, this has got orange on it. <laughs> That's like rust. It's starting to rust and mold simultaneously. Yeah, look at all the eyelets. They're all green and like oxidized. Oh, there's and bugs shit. on it. <sighs> it's got to go, mate. Oh no! So this is like a surefire Factor. indication of the change in the season that we're going through at the moment. <laughs> like the that's the go breaking. <laughs> Oh, temperature chambers back down in the cellar but hey <laughs> some things are, some things are good it's probably not good to keep like good to keep the tent down here though is it 
No, that, that shit will get fucking moldy. Because oh, it'll be like, you'll have some residual damp in there as well. Well, last time I went camping, it pierced it down as well. So you packed it away wet? Mm, semi-wet. Like, <laughs> 20% wet. Okay. Because so we dried it with towels. Left it in there 20% wet? Probably. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyway, we're totally off subject. What's that? What's that? Chatting about mouldy cellars. What's that phrase like? Road, road hard, put away wet. It's a thing, isn't it, with bikes? Don't treat them right. No, no, that's all. All my bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just like yeah, something about that. But yeah, you've put your tent away wet. I don't think it's that wet. Oh, no. Yeah, but look at the state of your boots. They definitely weren't wet when they went away. And look at that. No, they weren't. That's what's weird about it. So the tent's fucked. Here, it, this tent. Yeah. Your garden's not even big enough to get that out. <laughs> I know, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Here we go. Looks like I might need to open all of these dehumidifier things. Yeah. Just run a dehumidifier down here. Plug one in. You can get mm. them, can't you? Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. You don't, though, do you, until you see the mould on your red wings that aren't red wings? No. Sure. Anyway, but it's weird, though, because look at your fucking work boots. They're fine. Yeah. Who knows? Well, it's almost five minutes of chatting yeah, about what, the Yeah, what a fucking good mouldy start to the podcast, <laughs> episode 16, the mouldathon. But um, we'll pick it. We'll pick it back up. We had we were supposed to be um, picking up our bike nights after. Have we had a long on? summer? Yeah, I was going to say we've. Everyone... Wait, have we done? When were you here when we did the last one? While mm, it was a while ago. Mm. Another classic. Yeah, but the summer's been pretty busy with the eighteen hundred customs contingent with various trips and bits and pieces flying around because, as we all know, summer is peak season <laughs> as is described by some so there's lots going on social calendar and the like so it's been a little while since everyone got together so we we're like oh yeah let's um we'll pick things back up i think i suggested this date probably a month ago well no you suggested last week a month ago what was last week the first bike night back the 20- oh yeah shit <laughs> oh yeah 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 at yours. Right. Yeah, mine, but we couldn't do a podcast there because we don't have any internet because we're four relatives over there. So <laughs> we didn't do that. So, okay, so we did do a bit of a bike night there. Shit. There's lots to cover. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, so we were supposed to be today over at Ryan's place. Mm. But he came down unwell, so... Today. Get well soon. Get well soon. I was going to say something. Get well by next week, because you're coming to yours. Because we're going to turn up anyway, so (laughs) you best be all right, Ryan. (laughs) Um, Hopefully he's listening. But uh, yeah, so big plans of a bike night at Ryan's didn't occur. But last week we had a bike, like, day, because... Oh, yeah. But it's pretty much a day. I was compared to a bike night. I was unemployed at the time, which is great. Yeah. And in between jobs. Yeah. That's probably a more better way to be. Yeah. 
Um, so we basically had the whole day free, and you you got around at like record time. It was like just after one. Oh, yeah, it was like yeah lunchtime. But you also fucked it because you were meant to be. You had other plans. So that bike night was the first bike night back, back for a long yeah. time, and the plan was to work on the XL one two five to get it ready for MIT. Shit. Yeah. But then that's another long story for Tom, right? Yeah. Which he can tell you about. I'll dive out into. But so, yeah, basically, we had this bike night planned for a, a little while. And I was like, brilliant. So, got plenty of time. Rule back. I will go and extract the XL125 from Ryan's garage. <laughs> bring it back to mine because now I have the capacity to store these kind of things and get it sorted. But the means of transport for that was Claire's Defender because either option was to like put the rack on the back, similar to what you have on the mm. Navara. It would involve removing the spare wheel, but it's not exactly a huge issue. Or take... You don't have a tow bar on your Megane, do you? No. Oh. No. Sadly not. So yeah, we'd remove removing the spare wheel because it's mounted on one of those um, like swing away bars in the back. Mm -hmm. So it would like push. Yeah, yeah, it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't fit. So it would involve that, or removing the front wheel from the XL and just tossing it in the back. Which... You think the front wheel is enough? I think so. Yeah, probably. So actually. you can just twist the handlebars. The door is actually quite big. Yeah. It's just heavy. It's, it's long enough. Mm. Like, it's pretty long. Yeah. I think that would work. Anyway, so I was like, okay. But then, so before... Oh, so much going on. Claire, who actually owns the Defender, was away in Turkey. Her, the MOT was due to expire on the cusp of her returning from Turkey. So I was like, I'll get it in early. Got it in, but then... I got it in just before I was going away to Scotland. Mm. Then figured out what was wrong with it. Which wasn't failure points. Yeah, a few failures. So yeah, so it didn't pass. <clears throat> it was nothing like that major. It wasn't like I was a bit like, oh fuck, it could be like big chassis corrosion issues. Even though like when you lay under it, it looks fine, but you just don't know who's yeah who's doing the test. So I was a bit like, okay, cool. It's nice to know what you're working with before you go away, but I still went away and <laughs> it was still there. So anyway, I went away to Scotland, came back and I'd ordered the bits while I was away and then was trying to sort it out. And then what should have been like not too difficult of a job turned into like, it was on the cusp of three days and the job still wasn't complete. And replacing rubbers and just replacing boots. And not that it's even that taxing. It was just like you're undoing bolts that haven't been undone in 20 years since the car was assembled. With and basic tools. Yeah, we're just with like what you've got at home. The car's not on a ramp. You're like laying on the ground of a Using farm. Candles to heat it. Yeah. It's <laughs> sick. <laughs> No candles we used <laughs> in the like pissing rain. And no, I actually don't. So, my only like weird aid was the bolts on the A frame. I put the socket on and then I used the breaker bar, which was like half the length of the table here, maybe. 
It's a decent breaker bar, a bit like it's your like blue one. Ninety, almost a meter. Yeah, yeah, a big breaker bar. Couldn't crack it. So then I found in the garden a length of scaffold pipe, <laughs> slotted that over the breaker bar, which extended the length to like silly long. <laughs> and that was what I had to use to crack the nuts on that. Wow. Which, yeah. So that's sort of like an underneath. Indi- underneath, like craning your neck, like in these all these weird contortionist positions, like trying to like. <laughs> where in reality, if you just had the car on a ramp and uh, like an impact gun, it would have been like. <laughs> yeah. So. Damn. So basically, the Defender was a headache. It was a bit of a headache, but I'm glad I took a look at it myself rather than just oh, yeah. like. So anyway, the dreams of getting the XL back for the bike night on the Thursday didn't happen because I would spend my days off sorting that out. Mm. Um, so you arrived with the T-Dub on the back of the Navara. Yeah. What's, do we, have we regaled the story of this yet? I think so. Okay, so so the T so Tomo was just like, why don't you just bring over the T Dub, and we'll work on that. And I was like, actually, that's a great idea, because I was looking forward to riding the cub down. But then, yeah, Tom just said, bring on the T Dub, and I was like, yeah, brilliant. I bring all my tools. Tomo's got loads. Like last time I used it, it was running, ran when parked, classic. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we turned up with that. And it was Tomo's first bike night. Oh, yeah, shit. That was another thing. Which is pretty cool. Actually, which in the long-running reign of bike nights, I've never actually hosted one. You have, but not at yours, just where you're living. Where was I doing? At Josh's. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel like the right. But it wasn't. No. Also, it is brand new, like patio and stuff. So. Yeah, it's not what you want to be like. Which is not brand new after we left. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just like first bike night proper, which is cool. Yeah, it was fun, actually. And I managed to get away decent. So Yeah, you, got, you uh, came like down at lunchtime, which was handy. And <laughs> then we cracked on with the old T-Dub. Which is good hit not here where i am because there was no worry about pristine patios it was just mm. like weather was nice well weather was pretty wasn't like cold it was really good actually so so we cracked on with the old t-dubber so unloaded it up and then well to be honest i thought it was going to be more basic than it is i thought it was actually going to be always the way it's like oh yeah yeah, we'll just yeah but that's it. because i've done the work on it previously yeah so i, I knew that we'd Changed the piston rings, like changed all the gaskets, the valves were set correctly. So I knew it ran. Yeah, the motor's good. Like, we'd yeah, we'd, it around. Yeah. So I thought it's it was going to be a bit of a reconditioning, like just get it back. Get the, get the carb cleaned, empty the fuel tank, clean that out if it needs it, put it back together. That's what I thought it was, really. Yeah. I'd already pre charged the battery and blah, blah, blah. And then anyway, we. Like Tom cracked on. Oh no, we had to do the front brake. So obviously. Oh, that actually went surprisingly well. It did. It's kind of binding up a bit, but I think that's because of the disc. Oh, the disc is pretty. The disc is so fucked. rusty and fucked. But anyway, the, so, yeah. the actual caliper itself was seized as fuck. Like pistons were not going. That's also, I think, part of it. They're not recessing properly. But right. Just needs a bit of a yeah. clean up. But anyway, so we had to. So 
as obviously as part of the deal with George and swapping for the beer kit, which I think we have spoken about, like he bought a new front brake lever with master cylinder mm. because the old one was hagged. We couldn't just couldn't bleed it. Just, nothing was happening. So I had that. And then I went, I stopped off at a uh, local motorbike shop on the way into motorcycles, which is always really expensive. <laughs> I picked up <laughs> brake fluid, brake cleaner, and a little banjo bolt because there wasn't one with the lever, which is weird. But It's a really good advert for local businesses. Like... I know, it's so annoying though. Yeah. Like just, just charge me how much I can pay on Should... M&P or like, yeah. on, not eBay, obviously, because that's... No. Silly, yeah, but that's yeah. weird though because eBay they have to pay fees and shit. So like, just mm. do you know what I mean? But that's why I like. So there's a company called M and P Motorcycles. Yeah, 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 I know. They that. have yeah. all their shit on eBay and on their website. It's all the same price, and they're on a shop. Yeah, and it's all free postage. Yeah, and I get loads. I got those fucking tires from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. They're um, I think they're based in South Wales actually. Yeah, or something so. like that. Yeah, yeah. I've bought shit from them before, but it's like. The fees that you pay on eBay mm. shouldn't impact the cost of the item. Yet, if you go into the shop, you're paying more than what you pay on eBay. Yeah, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This is why local shops really fuck me off because yeah. I want to go there. I want to be able to walk into the Guna yeah. or Chinta. Yeah. So, you're right, mate. How's it going? Can I have this? Can I have that? Yeah. Pay the same price as I get on eBay. Yeah. But just pick it up. Whereas eBay, they're charging less and they're chucking the postage in. Yeah. And paying the fees. And you get it like a day or two later within when you not realistically two, do it anyway. Within not two days. It doesn't make sense. But they're paying fees as well. So, they're paying fees and postage and packaging. So, why would not? just charge a bit less on the shop front i don't really know yeah it is weird but then i don't know maybe speaking out of terms we don't work in the industry i don't know but i don't know either but no. yeah it's annoying anyway but i didn't have much choice because no. it's a bit of a last minute thing yeah so i needed brake fluid which i actually didn't because i used to the end I was of yours say, I've got like, yeah. <laughs> and then i got brake cleaner because it's just sensible and i needed yeah the banjo bolt for the master cylinder because I think George chucked away at the old one or whatever. That sounds like George. Yeah, but they also gave me a copper washer, two copper washers oh, as wow. well to make it better. Sweeten the deal. I know. <laughs> I think the banjo bolt and two washers was like nine quid. That's revolting. <laughs> I know. What? That is actually rank. Anyway, so anyway, that, I stopped there on the way and then we got the tomboes, blah, 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 blah. You've had that stuff turned up. So we had the front brake to bleed. Well, Front master cylinder and front brake lever to mount and bleed mm. and attach to the old caliper. Tomo cleaned up the old caliper, pushed them back in with his cool. Oh, the little, the little piston tool, press thing, yeah, that's really like worked well. I actually just bought so I, I bought this like piston press thing for the brake calipers on my Freelander when I was like changing the pads in that, and I totally forgot I had it, and then when the Caliper was just sitting there on the floor, and I was like, went to push the pistons back in. I was like, they're a cunt. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then I was like, oh shit, I've actually got an actual tool for this purpose, and it worked well. It worked a really... even on the bit where it didn't 
like one there's like yeah two, two, piston, piston, two piston caliper but the the device didn't fit into so like one piston was slightly larger than the other didn't fit in that like recess but like stuck a tie lever on it wedged a tie lever in there and <laughs> pressed it in with that which worked really well equally as well so and to be honest like bleeding that brake was the easiest brake wheel i've ever done i've never done one as easy so i think claire needs to get a new master cylinder yeah for, yeah for hers because hers is spongy so yeah context we we tried after that was so successful we were like riding on our own success <laughs> and we were just like fuck it let's bleed claire's brake because hers was spongy as fuck um and it still is it still is so <laughs> kind of like came it's for better it's mm, questionable it is maybe better but the end result is the color of the brake fluid when we open the, the master color of the brake fluid is better <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like sludge yeah so we might maybe have done... it needs a proper flush out well we did do that i think it's master cylinder yeah i think it's just fine but, so that was that like yeah. we did that that was easy on the t-dub then tomo Took apart the carb, rebuilt it, mm. and that went together easily enough. Yeah, cleaned it out. It wasn't that bad, like no. a few bits, but like. I couldn't get the um, fuel cap off the tank. Oh, shit. Yeah, the key wouldn't a, turn. A, I don't light. even know if I had the right key still because the actual ignition barrel has been tampered with so much i couldn't figure it out if i had the right key classic legitimate bikes at 1800 cars so literally the fuel tap the fuel cap i stuck a screwdriver in and turned it and it turned in about two seconds <laughs> so that came off and then we looked in the fuel tank and it was totally bone dry and empty and, oh, clean. and pristine as well like it was actually so shiny yeah so that was good so then basically we put it no back one's together. been ever, ever be able to open it <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably so we put it back together and messed around with it a little well i checked the spark before mm. which is it's a bit of weak maybe to change the gap on the plug actually mm. i did think about that did often. you change the actual plug no i kept the original one yeah but mm. don't know basically it started up and ran then we realised the exhaust was shocking, <laughs> but it didn't. Yeah, but it wasn't before. That didn't inhibit it running though. What's going on? I don't know. Siri's just piping. Siri's piping right up. New MacBook, and she's all in your grill. Yeah, interesting. Is it linked? I don't think so. I Must don't know. Be. Maybe it's Apple. Has yeah, to be. probably. We'll get adverts in a minute, but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, yeah, we like, plugged it all back in, and then it started up, well, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? It, it wasn't... took a while to go, actually, to be fair. It, but it did it did go off the button. Yeah. Didn't it? Do I have to jump it? No, it went off the button. Yeah, it went off the yeah. button. And then it just was running a bit weird. Run like a bag of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really remember the processes anymore, but then Tomo noticed a fat hole in the intake rubber yeah. between the airbox and the carb. Which wasn't helping. And then he got summoned to walk a dog. Three fucking dogs. By a seven year old or something. My neighbour. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah, the, yeah, so my neighbour's got a bad knee, so I'd been walking their dogs. Me and Claire had been walking their dogs for the past few days but they're like two springers and one collie and they're quite nuts <laughs> and it was about four o'clock and 
there was tools everywhere and bikes everywhere. Tommy disappears, but that's fair enough. He was doing his part. So I, it was fine for me there, because yeah. then Claire plugged in the soldering iron for me just on the doorstep. Did she? Yeah. And then Oh yeah, shit, she didn't even fucking turn up for the war. Yeah, I know. And then um I proceeded to try and bodge this rubber. Just with the soldering iron, so just like just Yeah, I was trying to like melt it together. together and yeah. actually to be fair, it was working quite well. Did bits. And then I'd seen someone previously on YouTube like use cable ties because they're plastic as well to do stuff. So I was like, cool, start doing you use that. Use the zip ties like a plastic solder. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And then I was like, so after after I thought about it, I was like, wait, this is rubber and then plastic, but make it really work. work. Nah. Anyway, I did it, and at the time it worked, and I was like, this is really good. So before Tom had come back, I managed to get it all all together just in time. Started it up. And it was actually running all right. And um, I was like, oh, that's the problem. The air fuel mix is just all over the place because there's a massive because hole in a, it. Yeah. So it's working well. And then I took off up the road and it must have broken loose because it was solid plastic on rubber joint. Uh. And then uh, I went back to sort of square one. But so we took it out. We took the car back again, cleaned it again, like did bits and bobs i can't remember what else we did i think you reset the air fuel screw like yeah wound that off like and then reset that and then did another quick clean of the car which was probably a bit unnecessary because it was still fine yeah because the fuel tank was good yeah and then i think like we were desperate to have a go on claire's sr mm. so we buzzed that up and down the track a few times and then um because Kramer Todd appeared as well in his old Bimmer at some point. <laughs> his Hugh Hefner Bimmer. <laughs> yeah, churned up the drive. Oh, so, yeah, um... just turned straight up and did some rude boy wheel spin, like right outside <laughs> the front. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> I thought it was good. Oh, no, yeah, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> but, like, just rock up late in your fucking Bimmer and just, like, spray gravel over up <laughs> and slaving away over a Yamaha. <laughs> That's probably why it doesn't run. It's just the car full of gravel. Yeah. Cheers, George. Yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. Mm. But, um, <laughs> he should have done doughies around the oak tree. Yeah, I was hoping he would. Because yeah. I wanted to have a go. Could have done it in the truck. Oh, yeah. But I didn't mean to. Truck's good for doughies. But, um, yeah, so then George decided to take the SR up the road. And I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to chase him. And actually, the T-Dub ran really well on full throttle. Yeah. It's... Which would... <sighs> I don't know, maybe it's just like balancing itself out because it's getting loads of fuel and the air was there as well. Yeah. It was running all right. And it was going faster than the SR, which is weird. If it's going good on full chat, it makes you think that one of the jets is just blocked. Yeah. By the pilot or something. Don't know. But anyway, I decided, so yeah. we, we we kind of got to a point and we'd been working on it for like six hours, I think. Just like, yeah, but yeah, but with like mucking around, oh, walking yeah. the dogs, a few like, beers, dogs, soldering rubber joints, yeah. chatting, yeah, people arriving, lunch, Claire's mum, yeah, hornets, shit, the hornets, yeah, the hornets, yeah. <laughs> just, oh yeah, Claire just turned up all those sandwiches. That was yeah. actually really good. Tea, yeah, I was rich awesome. teas, yeah. loads of stuff happened. But yeah, so basically, we kind of left it. <laughs> And that's not like, an advert to come to our bike and I said, I don't know what it is. Like. <laughs> Beers. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But um and your dad arriving. I know we packed it away just before. Well, yeah, we did, yeah. But um so anyway, since then, um 
obviously the T-dub came home. I then have super glued the rubber, which seems to sort of be holding. So I haven't tested it yet. I took the carb apart again, chucked it in the ultrasonic cleaner. Smart move. Um, and then we've done some other bits because there's another thing I forgot to mention, which actually links in well to what we've been doing today for the second bike night back. Mm. But then I'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but it's probably a bit of a bongo time. We didn't have bongos last time. What was it? Didn't they remove it? No, we had it last time, but we didn't have it before. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, well, here it is. Bongos. lighter than mine you've got more left yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty much how we measure stuff at coaches is it just just pick things up you're like oh yeah that's like five sevenths of this <laughs> you have to next time you see alex ask him about pounds and ounces okay he doesn't understand it his brain doesn't work in that way <laughs> with all of these like weird measures it's good though Oh, come on, you've got lots of work. Um, yeah, we're back again. <laughs> Almost a minute in of just us measuring each other's beers by that. <laughs> it's because we're desperate to open the 19 crimes. But, um, yeah, what are we talking about? The TW. The TW, you were like, so oh. yeah, so that happens. That bike night was really good. And then we had Tomo's dad turned up, yes. told, told us about his new CB5 Hundy. Jacqueline was there. It was nice to give her a cuddle. I haven't seen her in years. Like a long time. But no one knows who that is, but no. Tomo's mum. Well, yeah, I didn't tell anyone that my parents were coming because I didn't right, know. No, it's the other way around, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no, shit. I did say that they might be coming, but I didn't tell my parents that bike night was going on because I didn't know what time they were actually going to arrive. I didn't want them to get all flustered, like, oh, there's people there, like, blah, blah, blah. So like, I will just, I'll just let it happen. And, and see, they got there about seven. And see what happens. Yeah, and they made really good time. And it was actually cool, because I had, like, a full house full. So, like, you guys were around. Yeah. Batch turned up. George, George was there. George was there. Yeah, it was actually just, I just thought that was a really fun night, actually. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was good. Really good. Yeah, it was nice to see your dad. Mm. Right, both of them, obviously. But your dad just chatting about stuff and his northern accent. Coming out with classics. Love him. Yeah. Oh, I want to see him again soon. Well, he's coming back down again soon, actually. When? Either later this month or the beginning of next month. So you'll... before I go to France? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see him, yeah. Oh, I want to. We'll, to yeah, we'll go for a brewery. No? We, we need him to see the club. Oh, shit. He'd actually love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be good. But yeah. Michael. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, so it was kind of left like that, really. Good, good first bike night. It was solid. We didn't have all it. the members, but that's fine. Yeah, it's that's what's good about it. Come and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that leads on to this week's this week's bike mm. night. So we, yeah, like you said, we arranged to go to Rhinos. He wasn't very well, so but that was today. Yeah, he told us, which is fair enough because you can't choose when you're going to get ill. No, no, no. So you said, oh, bike night at yours. And I was like, perfect. I was just ready for it. I wasn't going to be like, oh. I didn't want to cancel it. No, no, no. So, yeah, and George obviously couldn't make it anyway. So I was like, well. And Phoebe was at the shop. So I just called her straight away. And I was like, <laughs> we need to get dinner for tonight. Yeah. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, Tomo's coming over. What for? Bike <laughs> night. Right, who's coming? And I was like, just Tomo. No one else can come. Oh, what should I do? 
I don't know, get some beers. All right. That was it. She just hung up. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Good arrangement. Absolute Good arrangement. Classic. But um, yeah, so we couldn't work on the XL because that's in Ryan's garage. I'm going to go to Ryan's, but that's fine. Hopefully that's next we'll week. We'll do that next week. Hopefully Ryan lets Hopefully know. with the potty as well. Yeah. Because I've got the new laptop, so. That would actually be fucking good. We haven't done a team pod in a long time. <laughs> I don't remember when. Um, well, I think the last time we did, we were just like eating loads and like George's neighbours were like making a shed or something. And it was really loud. Oh yeah. Was that that long ago? I don't know. There was one, that was one that distinctly I remember. Anyway, <clears throat> so it was what I thought in my head was going to be like, oh yeah, we'll just do the like T-dub thing. Because I'd borrowed oh, yeah. from mm. Howard, thank you Howard, for your MIG welder. Mm. Yeah, cheers. Because... <clears throat> Charlie had, excuse me, said about patching up the T-dub exhaust. Yeah, so that's something we noticed at the very end of the day. Last week. At the other bike night. Yeah. So I actually took it off in the week and thought I could just take it. But literally 30 seconds away from my house is an exhaust place. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. I'll whip it off. Chuck it down there for a couple of hours. I come back, perfect new exhaust. Give us nice spray. Spray. No one's gonna know. <laughs> and that's it. Done. Super glued the fucking rubbers. Yeah. Cleaned the carb. Got the exhaust welded. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. Robert's your mother's brother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they looked at it and were like, "Nah, mate, that's fucked. <laughs> you need to get a new one." And I was like. It's 200 quid minimum. Yeah. Like, nah, it's fat. Can you not, can you not patch it up? Like, just stick a bit over here, like, weld that. And nah. And I just couldn't be bothered, basically. Yeah, no. Which is no I don't blame them. No, like... it's a bit of a shit job. So, yeah, I just messaged yeah, Tom, li- eh? Literally, the new, new exhaust system, because I looked as well when you asked about it, and they are expensive. I like... know. I didn't... That's the thing, like, you don't consider. Yeah. Because if you get a bike like that and you're like, oh, fuck it, it's screwed, I'm going to custom it, it doesn't matter because you can just make one. Do whatever. Like, if you're something. looking or trying to get something restored or like sell it as a standard and yeah. you need like a normal thing. A normal exhaust. Like, like you're not it's not anything. easy. But anyway, so I messaged Tomo and said, well, I had a thought. Tomo's coming. If Riley's only got to sort out some brake issues we've got to try and figure out the XL brake problem as well mm. and that's hopefully it I might be able to take the exhaust which is I can strap onto a bag or whatever mm. and then see if Tomo can pick up a welder from Howard which he did so yeah cheers Howard but brought it over today because we didn't go to Rhinos and then yeah. had a bit of a welding sesh well we were supposed to have a welding sesh yeah but I also picked up some tires for the cub yeah yeah so tomo finished work mega early turned up shouts listening <laughs> oh, tomo finished work at 6 p.m yeah <laughs> turned up and then because he decided he was going to clean the place and redecorate <laughs> and uh it looks really good now um <laughs> he also ground every single keg to make it like polished every single keg and blah 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 but um <laughs> <laughs> he um wait what am i talking about yeah turn up at a decent time yeah yeah it was, and, yeah it was nice mid-afternoon 
Very Obviously, good. for me, it was more unexpected and Phoebe. And then I've got two kids around. So our first thought was to weld up the exhaust because it takes more time and we don't know what really what we're doing. Daylight. So, yeah, daylight and all that. So that was the first job. But literally instantly, the kids want to be outside. The little one's kicking off because she wants to be outside. Like it don't need just... toddlers around when you're grinding and welding. Yeah, so it wasn't ideal. So we decided to actually tackle the cub and change the tires of it, which mm. was cool. So tell us about the bargains you got for the cub. Yeah, so come on. I've I've wanted off-road tires for the cub for ages because we're going to go on loads of C90 adventures. Yeah, and also I'm going to take it to France probably. So I wanted something a bit more. I don't think it's going to make any difference, but not on the snow. <laughs> but it looks fucking cool, and eventually when we do do some cool cub rides, yeah, especially next summer when Hazard's got his as well. Yeah, yeah. More um, on that, but yeah, we um. Well, I don't. I was looking, and I looked on like all the forums and saw people using off-road tires, and then I saw a guy recommend these V rubbers. So 17 by 2.5, so they're skinny as fuck. And I used to use V-rubbers on the TLR. So Little pizza cars. Yeah, yeah, I found, literally, actually, that was on, yeah, like I said earlier, on M&P. Yeah. And they had two of them, because it's the same size front and rear. Yeah. Two tyres, it was £51 for both tyres, including the postage. Posted. Yeah, you can't beat it. So I just, saw it, I was yeah. looking at it, and I was like, why am I not ordering it? So I ordered it. <laughs> Ordered these two tyres. They've been sat in my toilet for a couple of weeks. And then, yeah, we just, luckily, Tom had his stuff in the back. So we started doing that. Got the rear one on, which was causing problems with this weird yeah, it was bulge. Nothing like a weird bulge. I know. We're pretty much there. No, I think we are. Ah. So. Forge it. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, it was like, got the tire the old tire you had decent tires they were like conti what yeah, the city goes or yeah something. they're actually like proper good they're tires like really. very good tires still had heaps of life left in yeah, them cheers, like relatively modern so they were like malleable as fuck so like i'd gone in with the yeah they weren't solid were they? no i went in the preliminary like fuck let's get loads of fairy liquid around the rim and like <laughs> see if we can loosen it up a bit <laughs> and then we had a look at the bike tires as well, but um, <laughs> hello, <Claire>. but <laughs> but um, yeah, they just slipped straight off. Like first tire iron in, like easy. Next, 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 and then before you know, it, they were just coming off. So it was actually pretty plain sailing. But the more we were faffing around with changing the tires, which wasn't even that much of a faff, the more you realise why people use oh a little mm. I should have opened it at the start shouldn't it oh to let it breathe there's been no breathing amateurs what's the mm. crime though number seven setting fire to underwood don't set fire to underwood but here we are with another bottle of 19 crimes we've got a 2021 blend from australia and we'll pour it out for our pleasure there it is don't set fire to Underwood. Um, 
Is that what it said? Underwood. Yeah. That's a fucking decent point. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like becoming more apparent the longer we were working on these wheels where why people use these as choice like adventure bikes. Mm. Cheers. The tyres came off and were reseated very easily. Mm. It's the same size tyre slash tube. Ooh. Front and rear. Yeah. Easy darts. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah. About so that. you only need one tube, one tyre. Yeah, that's a great shot. So it's like oh, shit. happy fucking day. It's like yeah, I didn't even consider that. So you can see why people take these bikes. Yeah. I've seen some people actually take whole spare wheels, but I think that's a bit overkill because, like... It is quite heavy. Yeah, they are relatively hefty, but... Still. Yeah, but then, you can, but then that doesn't, that's not in your favour because you've got to take a front and a rear. Yeah. If you're taking whole wheels... Yeah. Because you can't put the rear in the front or the front rear in the front and the rear. <laughs> anyway but I have seen people take spare wheels so they must be picking a wheel yeah what would you take, take a rear. probably rear isn't yeah it? you'd fuck it or the weight over the back yeah anyway <laughs> it's one of those things though like if you were in a like I don't know say you're in the back and beyond in Asia or something like they would probably relace your hub onto a rim they would probably rebuild a wheel. Yeah, but if you just got a puncture, it's a bit excessive. Oh, no, not, no, I'm not saying for a puncture, but like if you buckled your wheel, like if you fucked... Oh, yeah, yeah. If you'd fucked Oh, yeah, rim, they'd do it in about 10 seconds. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is like if you were like going on a round-the-world trip on a cup. Right. As a spare to have, a spare wheel. <laughs> yeah. Do you not think? I don't know. I think it's easier to take a tyre and a tube. No, but if you fucked your wheel, like if you can't... If the wheel's fucked, Oh, yeah. But then, how do you know which wheel's going to get fucked? We don't, but... <laughs> I don't know. Around the when you first went, they can take one tyre and one tube because they're the same size. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. No, that's a fair argument, but the wheel thing's an issue because obviously they're different. What's an issue? You never say issue. But the rhythm's different. You normally say it's you. <laughs> anyway, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, but the tyres mounted up really fucking good and they look yeah. good Yeah, and they're actually going to ride really good yeah because they've got a really good decent profile they're yeah. actually round yeah like the XL ones yeah like those Metas Trials tyres yeah because the old the old tyres I used to buy were fucking square yeah nah, nothing like that yeah these are really nice no, I was really happy with them and then like so Without talking about the next bit, which we'll talk about in a second, but I had to go in and feed the kids and get ready for bed and baths and blah, blah, blah. But I, so we'd literally done the rear tire, mm. then we reseated it properly because it was some weird bulge in the tube. That was right, yeah. So there was a bulge in the tube, and I think the tube was maybe like manipulated in a weird way, like it might have had a kink in yeah. it or like it was twisted. Something it was really odd. Something wasn't right. So we basically deflated it. Bumped the tire off the rim again and re the other side. Yeah, and just reseated it because yeah. we couldn't figure it out. And then when it was reseated, it just went straight on. Yeah, it was cool. So yeah, because the actual feed was sat on the tube, we just couldn't move it. Yeah, it was 
being a pain in the ass. But, but anyway, that's sorted. Happy days. And then yeah, so Tomo was super cool. And like whilst I was sorting the kids out, I literally went in for like twenty minutes and came out, and the front wheel was back on, even though I didn't know it was taken off with the new tire. That's how easy it was. That is how good they are. So the most difficulty Tomo had was getting the fucking split pin out of the axle. <laughs> yeah, pain in the ass. And like... <laughs> putting it back in. Yeah. Whereas normally when we replace split pins, we would just put a new one in because they get someone's got a set. (laughs) I've got a nice little box with like new stainless split pins, and it's just easier to put a freshie in because they're plush and they just go straight in. And you can just go yeah, rather than trying to like mangle some fucked old split pin back in there, which has been used since day one. Yeah, like twenty year old split pin that's fucked. But then I went back inside again, fed the kids some more because they were being little shits. And then I came out and Tomo tied it up. The rear wheel was sorted out properly. All the tools Even the bike away. was covered up. Yeah, tools were away. Bike was back under cover, chain tension done. It was just gear. We just, we just finished up, basically. So. so the actual time spent on changing both the tyres is not very long. Hence why it's the good... Yeah, and it looks fucking cool because it it's got off-road tires. Really good. It looks sick, and also I've decided at the moment to keep the chain. What's it called? Guard. Chain. Yeah, I think it's just a chain cover, chain guard, chain off. guard. I think it looks better. It looks more like a normal motorbike. Yeah. Than a scooter. It, that's what it is, isn't it? It looks like a scooter with that because it's got the big bit and back. I think it looks better. It's so difficult to know because I like, know because it's, it's a cub. It's, like, it's part normal, of the cub thing. It, like to have that but i want it, it still looks like a car but it just looks cooler yeah but yeah and then i thought about it earlier as well when you said about it i was like mm, what if it was painted like black or something or like would that make it look different because it's silver it blends straight into the side casing of the engine the sprocket cover and stuff mm. don't know i quite like it like that at the moment yeah i see what it's like to ride i can see why they did it like <sighs> Well, yeah, if you're, commu- if you're commuting on it, like happy fucking days, like yeah, it just protects the chain. Yeah, but I just want it to look. But good. it does look good. Well, it looks better with that. But yeah, so that was the cub. Another cub addition because it's just cool. Like if you haven't got a cub, just get one. Well, you say that, but they're I've... so expensive. Actually. Yeah, pain fucking ass. So Grant. So I've just been up in, I've just got back from being in Scotland for a bit. Mm. Grant, who I know listens, so big up. You're right, boy. Um, got a cub a wee while ago. A wee while. Wee. And he, the story's actually pretty funny because he messaged, he just sent me some random video one day and was like, oh yeah, I got this. And I was like, that's hilarious. Like, good on you. He's always been. Why into- did he choose it? So he... Wasn't looking for a bike, wasn't looking for a car, wasn't looking for anything. Mm. And his mate sent him the link on eBay. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, Grant, but I'm pretty sure this is the story. But then I forget things. My memory's bad. <laughs> um, That's why we always talk about the same things on all the podcasts. Yeah. You might have noticed. Yeah. Um, so he was... This link, this link for the advert came his way, and he actually wasn't gonna go for it. And then he went in on a 
tactic which was implemented by our friend Sam Idden, right. which we know has a problem with buying used snowboards and bits and pieces like this, <laughs> which is the, da the danger bid. Have you heard of the danger bid tactic? I think so. Yeah, where you just like, you know, you have an idea in your mind, like, oh, that table, like, it's the current bid's 50 quid, but like, fuck, I'll put a bid in at 100 quid and I'll just see. And if it goes for 100 quid, then you've got it. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like. Well, so you're going like what you want rather than just going at 51. Kind of, but it's a bit like you don't need it. Oh, okay. So the table's probably a bad example, but like. <laughs> yeah, that is just a bit of a shit one. I don't know. So probably, <laughs> do you know what? The prime example is the cup. It's like you don't need the cup. Like Grant didn't need the cup. Yeah. But he was like, fuck it. I'm just going to put a bid in because it's cheap and like. We could do one now. Yeah. Go on. I'll get eBay loaded up. Tori's going to buy something in a minute. So. Oh, <laughs> so. Came up and I think Grant was just like, oh, I'm going to put a. Like he put a danger bid in at like 800 quid. Oh, really? So like cubs now are notoriously selling for like double that basically like 1600 quid regardless of like literally regardless of condition yeah, yeah. like they could be mot not mot rusty as fuck v5 no v5 oh. i fucking looked at cubs earlier on there's sofa. nothing ending on your sofa yeah it's fuck all um so he put a bid in and then Obviously, he fucking won it. Like, yeah. It just came through, and I was just like, "Motherfucker, mother." So, seven fifty? No, eight hundred. He paid eight hundred. I think, or eight fifty. I think it was eight hundred. I what? thought it was seven fifty. No, I think eight hundred. Might be eight fifty. I don't know. <laughs> it's something like that. It's not more than nine hundred. I don't know that much. And it's not less than eight hundred, so I know that much. <laughs> so. Given the current market, that's actually like a total steal. And it had, had like one old boy owner. And when you lift, I got, when I got there, it was so funny. He like lifted the seat up and underneath the seat in like a Tipex style font. Like it was, it was literally like it had been painted on by a four year old was the service history. Oh, and really? it was literally like the mileage increments in 1000 and at the top of the seat, well, the back of the seat as it was flipped up, said like oil changed at, and then it had all the mileage increments really? on the seat, like painted on with the tip X. That's quite cool. So funny. And it came with like heaps of spares and the old boy that had sold it was like a, an absolute legend. Like, and yeah, it's just funny, but... Anyway, I'd known, I I knew that Grant had had this for a, a bit, like he'd been sending me pictures of it and stuff. And it was just, I'd, I'd driven up to Scotland, so I'd left early on the, well, I say early, I didn't even leave that early. I don't know why I'm saying that. I left on the Saturday morning, had a few bits and pieces to do in the morning. And I was on and on about like whether to stop off on the way. I was like, oh, I could, like, there are some friends on the way that I could see if I wanted to and like stop over and then head up to Scotland on Sunday. Blah, blah, blah. And then in the end, I was like, Let's just plough through. Got up to Peebles, which is in the Scottish borders, at about 6 or 7 p.m. Is that where it lives? Yeah. Oh, so just the borders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So that's it's not where, as far. No. So that's where Grant lives. Right, okay. So got up there, and I was a bit, like, shagged from the drive, and was a bit like, oh, what, like, what should we do? 
bit more, I was also really thirsty, so I was like, should we go for a beer? <laughs> and then um, we ended up and just going and getting very loose. Like, we just got out and we were just like <laughs> na- nailing the pints. <laughs> fucking good night and um got back to grants to cut that whole night short because that's another story in itself but like <laughs> and uh grant was like let's take the cub out i was like yep yeah. <laughs> and so it was parked in his kitchen because like he had no other place of storing it undercover and it hadn't been started in i think weeks or months i don't know grant might correct me on this but Anyway, so we were like kicking it and kicking it and kicking it. And then eventually it just went and it just filled the kitchen with this like plume of smoke. <laughs> and he was just revving the piss out of it. Like it was a full chat. And this was must have been. neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either side as well. Like it was like, it's like your house. Like. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was about 2 a.m. I think. It was, yeah, it was funny though. It was good. Did he turn the extractor pad on? I don't know what we did. <laughs> <laughs> I, just went to bed, like. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny though. Very good. Uh, <laughs> but you also took a little bit of a tour. Yeah. So was, was that like, your first proper cub ride? Proper, proper. Yeah. Other than like yours around the campsite. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to. Part of the reason I was going to Scotland was not just a mountain bike, but was to go to our friend Scott's wedding. Which so Scott lives in um, Fort William, over in the Highlands, northwest of Scotland, and we yep. Yeah, so Grant lives in the borders, and we were going over there. So I was like, I'll park at Grant's. We'll do a bit of riding at the borders, and then we'll head on over to Scott's, and then we'll get like help him set up at the wedding and do a bit of riding over there and just hang out. So Grant has got a massive. Um, Peugeot boxer, you know, they're like big long oh, wheel yeah, yeah. long wheelbase fans. And we were like, but he needed that because we were taking loads of shit over for the wedding, like benches and like tables and like all this stuff, which was heaps big. Um and we wanted to take our bikes as well, because we weren't sure what we were gonna be getting up to. We were gonna be over there for like a week, so we we're like, let's just take everything. And he was like, Oh yeah, well, we need to get the cub in as well. I was like, Oh really? And he was like, Yeah, 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 we'll take the cub. And I was like, Oh yeah, fucking sweet. Like <laughs> So, um, yeah, we took it and we were going for this like amazing drive over there. And it was only until we were like pretty much in Fort William where I was like, oh, fuck, we should have got the cub out the back. And then he could have just like ridden it over that drive. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) messed up there. So that was in the back of my head. I was like, oh, I should have really like made the most of that. And then where Scott was actually getting married was Glenuig, which is a tiny, really remote little place north of fort william maybe like an hour north i don't know could be off with my estimate but so we had loaded grant's van up with loads of stuff and we'd done a trip and that back to the venue and then we were, when we were going up for the wedding night we were like grant was like oh we should just ride the cover up and i was like yeah because the road's really nice as well it's like super scenic like those are nice twisties. You're going through like the foothills of all the mountains and stuff. And there's like locks everywhere and the sea comes in. That's good. And then like <laughs> there's the viaduct where. Oh, Danny McCaskill. Mm, not quite. There's a bit where like the Harry Potter book was like based or filmed okay. or something. Okay. Have you watched the Harry Potter film? Yeah. 
do you know in the first first I don't know well, the train Harry Potter fans are going to murder me here but like there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a bit where I think they fly a Ford Anglia oh yeah the, yeah I think the first I or the second that. I don't know it flies above or below like a is it a oh, viaduct it like a underneath? steam railway like yeah, bridge yeah. thing well that's the train that goes to the school though isn't it I just I don't really I don't really know either, to be honest, but I think it is. Anyway, it's scenic as fuck, and there's Harry Potter backgrounds. And yeah, it's yeah. Like we wrote went past, there. Yeah, went past that. So, <laughs> cool. Um, so, anyway, yeah, so, like, I kitted up on the car. We got it out, and it was pretty wet, actually, in Fort William when we were getting it out. But I'd already had it in my head from the day before. I was like, I'm going to ride the cover. Did you have piss- suit? No, I just took my helmet and my jacket. Oh, shit. Oh, and my gloves, actually. Which yeah. Like, they're just always in my helmet anyway. But yeah, yeah. It was like pissing it down with rain. And I was a bit like, Phew. but the day before, we'd already been like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll ride the cover. Well, we have to have it at the wedding. Like, it'll be funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I still wasn't even really put off. It was just a bit like, oh, it's wet. Like, I was never like, oh, we're not going to take it. I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll just take it. And um it was funny though because we had been like dicking around in outside Scots, like Graham's practicing wheelies and stuff up the drive and like doing little like on the point like 180 turns and stuff in the gravel <laughs> and uh, we hadn't really even thought about it much and I was like oh should probably like check the tires and stuff and they were so flat like we really <laughs> yeah. hadn't even known so just That's didn't check so it was like bump them up and like set off in the rain anyway because just... wait were you both on it no Grant drove his van because he yeah. still had heaps of shit and I was like oh, oh okay. and I rode the car he was like, oh, yeah, you should ride it because like, I can ride it whenever I want. And mm-hmm. It was really like, nice of him, actually. Mm. I rode it and... Um, the numbers have gone red. They have. Let's, to be continued. Keep that thought. Yeah, so I took off on it and uh, I was actually really surprised because I hadn't ridden it one proper before. Like mm. I said, just buzzed around on yours on the campsite. Yeah. And I was like, got up to third, like, quite quick. Yeah. And then it just, and I thought, like, oh, fuck, that's it, like, 30 miles an hour. Oh. Even though I know they're good for more. Yeah. And it just kept creeping and creeping and creeping and creeping. And I was like, bloody hell, like, it's actually not bad. Like, What were you sitting at? 50. Yeah, 50. Yeah, that's which... what Howard and Doug said, that just 50, 55, you'll be fine. 50, it felt... Because I was nervous, so I just sit at 45. 50 felt fine. Like, I didn't, yeah. it didn't feel like I was wringing its neck. I was just like feels normal yeah so i was like 50 but then when it got to like any kind of incline or whatever it, oh, would, yeah. it would obviously back <laughs> down but um i was just like 50 and there we were on this like main main-ish road but still in the highlands there wasn't exactly traffic mm. single car was the setup but had he gone and you no just... he followed because he was he a bit followed like, yeah he was a bit like don't know what it's going to be like or whatever <laughs> And, um, so it must have taken him ages to get. Well, you say that. So, like, I was cruising along, and then like, and um, Scott's sister had left, maybe like ten or fifteen minutes before us, and I caught them up before we even got to the venue. <laughs> Did you ever take them? No, because that's like in the twisties, like you're pinned at fifty, and yeah, like, yeah. you're literally like leaning. That's what's funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going around the twisties, and you're like. Ah, absolutely pinned like you don't want to lose any speed of, you don't want to lose any speed at all it feels weird doesn't it yeah it feels sketchy because you're just like you can't lose any speed so you're literally on it whereas all the cars are like fucking braking accelerating yeah. out the corner like then just not cornering well and it's mm. so 
It got to a point where you did literally just catch all the cars up and you were on their bumper the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, You can't overtake them in the straights. You can't can't actually have enough power, so that's the problem. So you're like constantly (laughs) having this battle with the cars in front of you. But um, yeah, like on the main bit before getting to the twisties, I was like sat at 50, like had it pinned and I was just like, oh, and I just touched straight in. I was like, right in, like, (laughs) you know, by the handle, I couldn't even see. I was just like... (laughs) Tucked right in. I was like, I don't really care if I look like a knob or what. But I was just like tucked straight in, <laughs> peered up at the thing, and it was between 55 and 60. And I was just really? like, fucking sick. Like, but it's just like, you're, you're literally like crouched, bent over, double, just like. That's good. Yeah, it was funny. So yeah, tucked, it's good. Like, tucked downhill, it's great. Oh, like, yeah, downhill. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it was actually really good fun. I just really liked it. Like the three, it's weird because the clutchless and the three speed is so good. And like we got to a bit where they were doing, they were digging up a load of the road, but we'd because we'd already done a trip up there and back to drop off a load of stuff. We'd already kind of knew, and I knew that the the temporary traffic lights were like half a mile. So when it was red, I knew it'd be red for a bit. So I was just like doing because we went up in a convoy as well, like all our mates. I was just like doing laps around the guys. Literally, I just like spun the bike around, turned around, like went up to Scott's van, like oh hey, how's it going? I like, went up to Grant's van, like oh, hey, how's it going? Just like yeah, it's funny. They're That's just good. good. They're so agile. Like you can just flick them about yeah, and move yeah. them, and they're good bikes. Ooh. I really like it. Just tons of fun at no miles an hour. Yeah, when we got there, it was like unloaded it out of the van and Grant just got straight on the back. We were just in our shorts and t-shirts and just like buzzed up off the single track <laughs> up from the wedding venue, went up to this like beach, like further up, but some of the, <laughs> and like, I wonder if that picked up, <laughs> went up some quite steep, like we were literally in first gear, just like, mm, yeah, mm, I know. Like, like 10, less than 10 miles yeah literally like some quite remote little tracks <laughs> and then like went off of the sealed road as well like over some quite bumpy terrain it was, yeah they're so good like I do like them it made me just want one immediately yeah Maybe that one. I've just been babbling about a cup for so long I looked when I was up there because I was like, "Oh yeah, because you could have brought one." Even there. though I was in the McGann, I was like, "If I took both the wheels, like I, I, I didn't like, need to, just fucking turn it on the side." That's what I mean. I was like, "If I just took it to bits, I could definitely fit it in the car because my bikes were on the roof." Mm. It's like I was looking, so I thought in my head, I was like, "Oh, maybe Scotland, they might be cheaper." Because sometimes that's the way. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah, that's so, yeah. And now it's a bit like, mm, I don't know. Pizza legs, sell out. Yeah, and all the rest. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, the carbs. Yeah. I think they are good. I that just to having use of Grant's one that trip really opened my eyes. I was like, mm. it's just I don't know what it is about it. It's just so simple. It makes it more fun. Yeah, and not fast. Like, well, apart from when you go in the corners, like because like you're saying, you keep it. You just don't move your hand. Just pinned. You just stay there. Yeah, like when we were looking, like. Obviously, it's not like a track, but my chicken lines on the old tyres weren't that bad. No. <laughs> I was like, that's because you just... It's the same noise wherever you go. It yeah. never changes. I know. It's funny. Whether you're turning or going straight, because they're good. Yeah. It's good fun. No, I would good. like to take it green, though, actually. Cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
I just want to get a green lane down before the season's out. Mm, but that would be fun. I'm worried. Then, um, so sort of going, we've just chatted about T Dubs and Cubs, but T Dubs and Cubs, that's a good title. T Dubs and Cubs. <laughs> there we go. We need to make that club, T Dub and Cub Club. But, um, so yeah, wait, but did we actually talk about the welding? I don't think we did. No, not at all. So, yeah, we noticed after the first return bike night that there were a couple of holes in the exhaust. So yeah, I took it down to the fucking place. They said, mm. oh, shit. Yeah, that's what we said. Oh, shit, yeah, we did speak. So um, Howard lent us his MIG welder, which is mm. good, actually, really good. Gas, like, gas one, Clark 135T turbo. Yeah, because we looked it up. Yeah, but he, it's really nice. And um, I've done arc welding before, and I've done that on the old SV frame and stuff. It's an arc welder that my, that my granddad gave me, which I think is like from the 80s or something stupid. Quite so different. to set the arc was like tough. But um, yeah, this was dreamy. So we like. You got some really clean, dreamy. like actually properly tidy yeah, welds good. on that plate. So we ground like areas, and then Tom was like, let's just. So it's really hard to explain it, but basically on, on the underneath, it's kind of a, it's kind of, obviously it connects to the header, there's a round bit, and then it goes into like a bit of a rectangular, squarey kind of round edged area, which then eventually leads up to the kind of... Intake to the silence, basically, the silence, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So underneath, there were two probably like five mil holes are they that big right i think the length of them was yeah five by three or something holes and then they were kind of offset around the main seam of the exhaust so tomo was like let's just get a big long plate one fat plate and then just do over the whole lot and i was like that makes sense so i had loads of offcuts from the dommy so and there was a couple of bits that were virtually the right size. Mm. So um, we kind of ground it down, cut those bits, and then it was time to try and weld it up. And I just kind of thought, let's just go for it. So it kind of worked. And it didn't blow holes in it, and it kind of connected up. We found some solid metal in the exhaust. This plate was, I think it's three mil, three mil plate. Yeah. That it's, thick? It's, it's two or three. Can't be three. I was so th three would be very thick. Maybe it's two. I definitely two. Wasn't one. No, I Maybe think it's two. two. Anyway, so we kind of wrote it up, and it's hard to explain or without pictures, really. But hmm. kind of put this. How long was it? Probably. What's that? Ten six centimeters. Inches. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not six inches, but yeah, mate. Claire's an unfortunate. Um, <laughs> 10 centimeters, 10 by two, yeah. so 10 by two plate. We've hammered it so it had a bit of angle over the seam, and then yeah, found some clean metal around the holes on the exhaust, and then tacked it in, cleaned it, it up. Worked. And then just, there's not really much more to say other than we tried to weld it, and it kind of worked, yeah. And ground I ground it down, surprised, about yeah. It. I was surprised, yeah, how well it went ground it down 
and it looked good, no holes in it. And then there's a small patch the other side, probably about two by one centimeters, right. say 20 by 10. Welded that in, perfect. Then on the, at the back of the exhaust, where the silencer met this kind of exhausty yeah. connector kind of part, which is all like rectangular, um, I thought I could possibly weld the hole together wrong. Also, the kind of where the MIG had been used, the wire was sticking out by about an inch or so, which I didn't realise, so I couldn't see it, and just went on. It was like poof, splattering all over the place, and then it just blew a massive hole. In mm. So we looked at it, and we were both like, "That's just I'll get this crazy exhaust gun gum." Oh yeah, so yeah, we'd done like a pretty decent job of cleaning up what we could. Yeah, those other holes are like fine. I'm pretty chuffed with. What yeah, we I did. was happy. Yeah, but um, I need to get this gun gum shit, which I can use on. There's like three other holes. So have you used that before? I haven't, but I've seen it on the XL. Yeah, which I think is the same stuff. So on the XL one two five, which if you'd listened to our previous episodes, the bike that we picked up in France, it's got this like strange like gum sealant cum joint stuff kind of instant setting adhesive i don't really know what it hell it is but it's but, solid yeah it's so solid and uh gum works. like gray gum um, yeah it literally looks like gum actually i haven't thought about that yeah so you can buy that easy and you just slap it on and that's the holes. kind of it so, <laughs> yeah um never worked with it before but it seems like a good idea so well, you've seen the evidence if i've seen the same it, stuff seen it and it looks as if you could especially having welded other parts of the exhaust you could slap it on like sand it back grind everything back mm. clean it up paint it all and it would appear to be one solid unit yeah, as opposed so. to some kind of weird patchwork quilt but not that it matters either way but as long as it does the job yeah so we'll see yeah it's good um, but that's kind of progress at the moment isn't it like yeah so well on the t-dub i need to get that gun gun do it paint it bingo yeah on the exhaust then the carburetor has been re going to be rebuilt that's cool yeah. then the boot hopefully it's going to be fine. That was a good noise. And then, what is it after that? Oh, the clutch is playing up a little bit, but that's another story probably for another day because I don't really know what's going on. No, we're but just I actually that. have some other things to like. Oh, come on then. Kind of chat about. So, I mean. We've covered our personal We've bits. spoken about the T-Dub, spoken about the club. Just a quick one about um, actually personal. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it again next week, but I just wanted to talk about Kramer Togquay. Oh, yeah. He wants to get rid of the XL. He does. And his, and his XL valuations. Superior XL. <laughs> Superior XL. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? I don't really know, because... What was it? No, what we were talking about earlier. No, no, it wasn't. It was the motorbike show. And that fucking K... Oh, shit. The the, Z-Thou. The Z-Thou, yeah. On the motorbike show. I was going to talk about the motorbike show because it's come back. 
first episode was last night. We just watched it together. If you haven't um, watched it before, it's on ITV. It's Henry Cole. It's pretty average TV watching, but we like Henry Cole, and it does also feature Alan Milliard, who is a motorcycle genius. It also features Sam. Yeah. So if you haven't seen or heard of Alan Milliard, look him up on YouTube because his YouTube videos are amazing. And we have spoken about him. Yeah, but for those that have might not have listened to previous episodes, mm. check him out. But he, yeah, he features a lot on the motorcycle show because he's a good friend of Henry Carl. Anyway, we just watched the first episode of the recent series of the motorcycle show. Yeah, brand new series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where. Henry and Alan go and get a yeah. Is it a Z Tower or a Z nine hundred? Z Tower. Yeah. What age? Old, ish. Seventy nine. Yeah, pretty old then. Yeah. For what did they pay? So when they first saw it on the screen, it was literally wheels, fork, frame, engine, not complete. sands, rockers. Sans cam, none of that stuff. No chain, none of that. No electrics. No switch tank. gear. No nothing. Like literally, not, I didn't even. Did it have bars? Like nothing. Just like I think it had bars, bars but no bars. no switch gear. No electrics. No lights. No. It had speedos. Side, so it had no carbs or anything. It had the side panels cable tied on. It had a seat, and that was it. Hmm. No lights. Anyway. That plus, like, there was a lot of boxes outside, but a shitload of boxes. I was, I mean, I obviously don't know vintage cars like about yeah. that, but they agreed on four grand. <laughs> and this is an absolute, this wasn't a basket case, it was like the one below, whatever that is. And, uh, <laughs> Thing is, it's not even like a TV price because Alan Milliard like does no old yeah, Kawasaki. He was like... seemed happy with it. Yeah, it's just crazy. Anyway, so the prices of bikes are obviously up. Yeah, and then obviously Kramer Todd's got his XL two fifty, which he spent a lot of time on. Probably not so much money. Um, you you've heard the story. Um, tune up, Steve. Tune up, Steve. Like good prices. But then problems, hmm. and George has done a great job on it. Yeah, that's right. how he works. Looks puffy, yeah. But just and and well, I was going to say it runs really well, but it doesn't because <laughs> it cuts out at fifty miles an hour. Yeah. But he's trying to. He wants to sell it, which is good because yeah. he needs to sell it. Yeah, he's um, done what he wants to do with it. And... But then, um, yeah, George, like you're going to sell it. How much are you going to sell it for? No, well, he no, asked us, but... he put our opinion, he put his opinion, he asked us for our opinion in the group. Yeah. So the only reason that, like, that, that made me think about it was because I tried to sell, when I like, went through this, my stage of selling, I was, I had my TLR 200 and my XL 250S up for sale at the same time. And in my head, I was thinking, whichever one goes first. Keep the other. It's like fate. I'll keep yeah. the other one. Whichever one goes first, blah, blah, blah. I had them both up at the same, which was two and a half, um, because that's what they were worth in my eyes. But no, I had probably two or three people come round to view the 250S, mm. the XL, and 
no one wanted to pay that much money for it. Like I, the offers I were getting, I was getting were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then the T TLR sold for like two two fifty because that was how much it was worth. So obviously my asking price for the XL was mm-hmm. too yeah. high. But George's one's older, seventy. It's mine's early, 78. It's early 70s. His is 73, 4. Find it on the marketplace right now. So it's an older one, which is really cool. He's done, yeah, like we said, a really good job on it. And it's probably much better condition than mine because mine is really bad. Um, but I just don't know how much it's worth. But Well, he put a, he put a message in the group asking us on our opinions on pricing. What was your initial, like, just one figure, like no fucking about. I what? feel like it was two and a half. And I think that's where I was at. Yeah. Because I think I initially asked him. It's on that's Facebook. it, isn't it? No, it's on Facebook, isn't it? Oh, he's listed on eBay, cheeky fuck. I found it. I thought it was just on Facebook. I've looked, I found it on Facebook like a while oh, ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, found, I looked as soon as he messaged, I found it on Facebook. But... Yeah. Went for it. Went for the big, big bucks. But um, I asked him initially, I was like, how much have you invested in it? Which then helped me gauge my price. And I was a bit like two and a half. Yeah. And gone in at three, nine, 50. Three, nine, 50. just found the ad on eBay. It does look smart, to be fair. Oh, it, well, he's taken good pictures. He has done a good job restoring it. But also, it's one of those things like you price things to sell, and I don't think that's price to sell. Like that might be advertised for maybe, yeah, might be advertised for like three months, not to like scrutineer things because it's not. Yeah, stuff, George. And also, <laughs> it's hard to not want to cash in when the market's weird. Like you see stuff. Like, it's like what I put in the group. I said, you see things advertised at a certain price, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they sell at that point just because they're advertised at that price. Yeah. So like people might come across that advert and think, bloody hell, 70s XL 250s are selling at four grand. Yeah. But they're not because no one's bought that yet. Yeah, so uh, being advertised that and selling at are very, very, very different things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's probably part of what the reason I brought it up for was because I don't know how much stuff's worth at the moment because it's all this so weird difficult. stuff's going on. It's so I just don't know what's happening. And I was actually quite shocked when George was saying he's going to put it up for like three and a half. Yeah. But it's actually up for three, nine, fifty. It does look nice like in the pictures. Like, granted, um, it's not original, so that might make it worth less because it's not the original colours, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it does look good. But I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Because I'm really curious. Cause I'm... George is George, though. George always gets good prices. Yeah. But no, but he's done the right thing. He's made it look nice. He's taken good photographs. He's put a detailed description. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot to be said about selling things properly because it attracts the right people. Do you know what I mean? Um, well, he needs to sell it anyway. 
yeah, so I hope he gets as much as he wants for it, but you never, like, fucking hard to know, isn't it? Crazy. It's hard to know, because if you're not in a rush to sell things, like, why not Why not put them up for a heap of money and wait and then reduce the price? Yeah, true. Hard to know. But coming on to, like, the selling of things and the prices of things and bits and pieces is the... Oh, that's this guy. Do you remember the guy who was racing at the Mallet? Oh, yeah. He's got... Yeah. I haven't seen that. Is it was an XR250S up. Yeah. How much that? 2489. Where is it? I don't know, actually. Nottingham. Nottingham. Oh. It's got the original mug guard as well. Yeah. I mean, you see something like that for almost half the price. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> So yeah, talking of prices and selling and bits and pieces, the so while in between, I don't know if it was before the last bike night or not. I can't remember. Anyway, I was doing what I normally do. <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's doing though because he's put the MOT is due to expire. But other than that, the t- it's a seventy eight. Doesn't need an MOT. <laughs> yeah. You see so much of that. I was looking at something. I was looking at a cub earlier, and it was like a son telling it on behalf of his dad. And like when you see things like that, and you're like, "Oh, I feel for you," because like you don't really know what it is that you're doing, but no. someone's going to come in, and I do feel bad, but also it's the market, isn't it? Anyway, so I was doing what I normally do, which is scrolling Facebook Marketplace looking for bargains because you never know what may or may not come out, mm. and. I like to have the radius local because I don't want to do any fucking traveling for bargains because... Oh, this story. Because they're bargains. I kind of wasn't listening to you for a long time. It's fine. But we haven't even covered this story at all. Mm. So Charlie's not even privy to much of this information. No. So I was just having a look and something cropped up and I was like, that looks interesting. Opened up. XL 500 1982. I was like, hmm, it's quite, it's quite cheap. <laughs> I think it was up at sixteen fifty. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll have a look. I had to scroll through the pictures. The description was kind of vague. I was like, it looks good. And I checked the location. It was Westfield. It was like literally the village I live in. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> That's literally like right here. So I sent it in the group. I was like, lads, like, check this out. So, in, obviously, instantly message, but not the bullshit, like, is this still available? I was just like, have you still got this, like, super interested, would love to come take a look, like, here's my number. I was just like, straight up, like, here's my number, give me a call, blah, blah, blah. And then got a message back and was like, oh, hi, yeah, like, um, it actually belongs to my father, like, selling on his behalf. And I was a bit like, hmm, interesting. Like, you know, like, could be an older gent, like, whatever. Like, not the typical, like, wheeler dealer, like, Kramer Todd trying to sort of <laughs> squeeze every pound out of everyone. So, um, anyway, so I was like, yeah, 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 super interested. Like, whereabouts are you located? And they're like, oh, yeah, West Ham. I was like, yeah, yeah, me too. And they're like, no way. And then we exchanged addresses. And I was like, oh, it's really close. I didn't give full address. I was just like, you know, in Westfield sort of thing. Three legs. Yeah. 
And um, anyway, so I got the phone number of, because when he had said like, oh, it's my dad that's selling it. The guy messaged me his phone. Number. I was like, yeah, this is my dad's number. And he doesn't do Facebook. He also doesn't do tech. So you have to just call him. I was like, fair enough. Like old school dude, like whatever. Perfect. Called him straight up and like, literally like really like, I was like, not, not even nervous. I was actually quite excited. I was a bit like, oh, this is really cool. Like yeah, I've, yeah. I've just released a load of cash from the Kawasaki, like, yeah. and a cool old Honda, which is what we like, has come up. <laughs> That's a Two minutes away. Yeah, like round the corner as well. So anyway, I phone it, and it starts ringing. It's like, uh, I was like, hello. It's like, uh. like, oh hi, yeah, yeah, I'm just calling about your Honda. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, so just calling about your Honda, like the XL500, like your son gave me his phone number. He's like, yeah, like really just like, I was like, this is fucking painful. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and you know what it's like when you're looking at stuff, like if there's bargains to be had, like they go quick. Yeah. So I, I'd called on the day it had been advertised. And I was like, yeah, I'm really, really interested. Like I'd love to come around and have a look this evening. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. What sort of time? I was like, well, I'm working till eight. So like I could come around at nine o'clock. And he's like, well, I'll be asleep. <laughs> and that was it. He just went, well, I'll be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like so used to this like fast paced market where like, <laughs> things just sell super quick yeah yeah and I was like oh, okay um, well I can't come any earlier and I'm working till late the following day but how about the day after that he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well just call me then and I was like oh shit I don't want to miss out on this like, potential bargain like, <laughs> yeah. it looked and sounded really good and I was a bit like no, 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 like, I'd really like to just come and take a look. And he was like, no, 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 it's too late, it's too late. Like, just call me. I'll speak to you then. And he was, like, quite keen on ending the conversation. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's annoying. I was really like, fuck, someone's going to swoop in. Someone's going to swoop in. Yeah. But then I was also in two minds. I was like, do I need to spend all the money I've just, like, <laughs> yeah. cashed in on the, just got... on the Kawasaki? Or do I just, like, you know see how it goes. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to like panic and like rush in. I'll just see. Anyway, like two days later, rolls in, like check on Facebook. I'm like, oh, still available. Like, haven't marked it. So <laughs> calling me again. Like, oh, hi, just checking in. Like it's Tom, like spoke on the phone the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah still here. I was like, wicked. Like I've got an early finish today. Like how about I come around at like three o'clock? And he was like, yeah, 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 I'll be here. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So like, what's your address? And he was like, well, he was like, you know, Westwood, don't you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, right. I'm on Fish Ponds Lane. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know the lane. He's like, right, get to the end of the lane, call me when you're there. And I was like, okay, yeah, but like, you know, where are you? I can just meet you there. He's like, no, get to the end of the lane, call me when you're there. I was like, okay, no problem, like whatever. <laughs> so I was like, super buzzed. I was like, sick, like last, was it my last day of work? Can't even remember. It might have been like my last day of work. So I was on like a bit of work. Like, Bongos. Yeah. So, um, I was on a bit of a like. I feel like it was my last day of work. I can't even remember. Last day of work relief. It might have been, or it might have been earlier than that. I'm not even sure. Anyway, I was on a bit of a high. I was a bit like, oh sick bike i was a bit like oh, i might be on for a bargain like it's really local like it's a cool bike as well and my old job was 
very relaxed. Like I was just like, <laughs> fuck all to do. Yeah. So I'd spent the lot, like since I'd seen the advert, I'd spent two 12 hour days on YouTube looking at these bikes. <laughs> so, like, like, fuck I had like nothing else to do. That's so funny. So I was just like XM500s, just like literally looking at that specific gear model and like finding out everything about them. So I wanted to go, I didn't want to go in like clueless, like Laurent on the XL125 and just pick up something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted to know exactly. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know exactly what I was looking at. Like I just wanted to like know the ins and outs. And I was just like, I'm gonna go in like I know what I'm fucking doing here. Like <laughs> So I was like really confident and really happy and I was like sick, like got a really cool bike coming out. Anyway, so like and I was on I'd ridden Claire's bike to work that day. Right. Because she's away in Turkey and I was like Sun's out, good day. Like you're excited about like, I was like bike buying day. I was like, I want to have my gear with me in case I want to take it for a test ride. So I was like, may as well ride the bike, like sit. <laughs> I got up, like got to the end of fish ponds, like oh, I'll turn the bike off, like call him, call and speak. I was like, yeah, I'm Mark, yeah, it's Tom. Um at the end of the lane, he's like, right, so come down the lane, you'll see a horse box. When you get to there, I've laid a load of bollards out, like park there, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll come and meet you. And I was like, but whatever i know the lane like i've walked the dog down there like it's not like it's not hard like i know where it, like if you could have just been like oh yeah it's the last one on the end of the road or whatever <laughs> anyway so like go down there like whatever take the helmet off and i'm like stood around then bloke comes out i've been speaking to on the phone who on the phone i thought was going to be really old because like he was giving it all the like yeah, yeah. weird noises and the sun listing the advert and then this like slick rick fella comes out in like these pinstripe slacks, like <laughs> patent leather shoes, what? slick back hair, like, and I was is just Alex, like, is, is it Alex? Yeah, and I was like, and he was just like striding along and like, he's in these, like I say, these like patent leather is shoes. Is this the guy that we got the SV from? No, <laughs> nothing like that. So like he comes out in these like patent leather shoes and the heels are like going like, on the gravel, like crunching on the gravel. <laughs> and I was just like, fucking hell, what is this guy? Comes out, he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> anyway, and there's this huge gate and like, go in, blah, blah, blah. And there is shit everywhere. Like this guy's farm or estate or whatever the hell you want to call it, like his plot was littered with bollocks like whatever it is you think you want it's there <laughs> like i shit you not there's like back doors off a transit over there there's a bonnet from a reliant robin over there there's a chassis from a mini over there there's like a handful of motorbikes in a heap over there there's raleigh push bikes over there there's fridge freezers over there there's castle grids over there like whatever it is you want it's there like there's just <laughs> so much fucking shit like everywhere it's such an assault on the senses. You're just looking around and you're just like, what, what am I looking at? What am I looking at? What am I looking at? And then I'm trying to suss it out because I'm a bit like, what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was a bit like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, you know, how long have you had the bike? So, oh, yeah, I took it off of a mate like um, a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And um, I was like, so have you ever ridden it? He was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Like, how come you took off a mate? He was like, oh, yeah, I was helping out. He was having a bit of a clear out. And I was like, Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Like, he's clearly got a bit of space, so like, maybe he's just playing <laughs> yeah. out, storing him out. And um, and I was like, 
so you're just looking to you know like me he's like yeah, yeah i'm having a bit of a clear out i was like oh, okay common Sorry. theme common <laughs> common theme here i was like you're not having a fucking good clear out here like <laughs> so much shit here it's like an ape so yeah literally so we walked we walked past a huge barn like across a field of like literal just fucking shit everywhere like so like you're stepping over things like fish tanks in the corner you had no cubs no cubs i asked him oh <laughs> no cubs <laughs> And um, we get to this like shed, and he's like, yeah, 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 it's in here. And there was some weird like Suzuki 50cc chopper thing. It was the weirdest fucking thing. I think it had like 10-inch wheels or something. Right. Had a 50 in it, and it was like a proper <laughs> chopper. Chinese, basically. It was so weird. That in it, and a few other like random bits. And then, sure enough, Honda was there, and it looked... Properly original. I was just like, hmm, this is actually looking quite promising. Diamond in the rough. Looks tidy. Not tidy, rough as fuck, but <laughs> looked original. <laughs> like it wasn't like yeah, yeah. fucked. And I was like, wicked. I wheeled it out. Because I'd spoke to him on the phone like a couple of days ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to be methodical about this because I'm on my own here. Like I need to not get distracted. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to start at the front. I'm going to work to the back. I'm just going to look at everything. I'm literally just going to ignore anything he says. Like, I'm just not even going to talk, I'm just not even going to, talk to the guy. <laughs> so I was literally just going over, like, checked all the spoke tension, checked the hub, checked the brake, like, went up the fork, checked the fork seals, went up, checked the headstock, checked the speedo unit, like, checked the light, like, went back, checked the handlebars, went down, checked the petrol tank, went back, checked the seat, checked the shocks, checked the rear. Like, literally, I was, like, so methodical about it. And I was just like, okay, like, a bit rough here, a bit rough here. And in my head, it was just getting like rougher and rougher as I looked, yeah. but it was still an XL 500. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's fucking good. <laughs> and I was a bit like, it's still a huge gamble until I can hear the engine run. Mm. But the pictures are really limited on the advert. Mm. But because I've been looking at them online, mm. they have this like decompression, this yeah. automatic decompressor, which I think yours actually has. Yeah, like fifty. Yeah. So the TLR has one as well. Yours probably doesn't have it where it's on the bar as well as on the kickstart. No. So there's like two. Yes. An actual lever on the bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's like an old, that's, that's the normal throttle bikes as well. You get them on the old DRs and, and stuff. big bikes. Yeah, the bigger bikes. But it didn't have it. It had, I could oh. see it where on the engine where the cable should have mounted, but it wasn't mm. there. Yeah. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, ah. Oh. My sister was like, oh, it's missing the decompression, like, Maybe. cables. Yeah. It's going to be quite difficult to start, especially if it's been stood for. I said, How long have you had it? He was like, oh, Two years. I was like, Have you run it? He was like, No. Mm. I was like, It's going to be quite difficult to start. He was like, No, 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 no. It definitely runs. It definitely runs. And I was like, I'm sure it probably did. I was like, It's probably just going to be a bit difficult. Yeah. He was like, No, no, let me just call the bloke up that I bought it from. And I was like, What? Okay. Like, what, two years ago? Yeah. And because he said it was like from a mate, and then he pulls out his phone from his top shirt pocket, and it's like a flip phone, it's not even like a normal phone. It's <laughs> like, who is this fucking guy? Flip calls phone. his mate, and like they talk in some weird cryptic English, and then he just suddenly thrusts, he's me, a thrusts me the phone, and I'm just like, yeah, hello. And he's like, right, yeah, here's how you get it started. And I was like, Look, I know how I know how it starts. I said it's just missing the decompression. No, 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 you don't need that. And I was like, no, 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 like. You probably do. And I was like, I was like, this bike hasn't run in almost two years. The, the fuel's going to be stale as fuck and the carb's going to be filthy and it doesn't even have a decompression. So I'm not going to try and start it because 
<laughs> it's just not going to work. So here's how you start it. And I was like, I know how it starts. Anyway, I hung up from him and I was like, I'm going to give it a couple of kicks anyway and just see what yeah. happens. I spent a good few minutes until I was had enough. And I yeah. was just like, this is just stupid. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, the mileage is low. It's never going to start. Mileage was still like 16,000. I was a bit like, mm, it could potentially still be fine. So at this point, I hadn't written it off, but in my head, I was like, it's still very low in value. Yeah. And also, everything was fucked. Like, it was... <laughs> There was a lot of like corrosion on bits and pieces. Yeah. Like the frame was solid, inside of the tank was good, and like important bits were fine. But I was a bit like, mm, it's still just really rough. Mm. Like it's just it's just rough. <laughs> so in my head, I was like, oh, grand, like tops, like top, yeah, top, yeah. tops. And then I'd another thing that had like been a bit of a blow was I'd previously before going to view it checked on the DVLA website against the reg that was on the bike mm -hmm. and the reg that was on the bike that was mounted the like the registration plate said that it was a a Honda of an unknown model which was gray in color of a thousand cc and it was aged in the 90s oh. and it was advertised as an 82 red XL yeah, 500 yeah. like you know the bike and I was like which doesn't add up. So like, has he put like a stupid plate on it? Like, I was just like, this is really weird. Yeah. So it's like, I got there and I was just like, oh, have you got the V5 and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got the V5. Took the V5, wasn't in his name, like wasn't at his address. Yeah. And then the VIN matched, which was like, I was like, okay, cool. Okay. Like the VIN match, like that's fine. What did it say on the V5? Like, it yeah. said XL500, like, normal like everything yeah, yeah. Ma everything matched the v5 matched the details but the dvla details were wrong weird. but it also wasn't in his name and not his address and i was a bit like there's too many things that were adding up being a bit weird about it <laughs> yeah so i called him out on it and i was just like oh i checked on the dvla and i showed him the screenshot i had on my phone i was like what's that about i was like you've had the bike two years why is it not correctly registered and he was like oh duh, they must have it wrong and i was like but the D, I was like, but the V five is not in your name either. So like, have they got that wrong as well? And then he suddenly, it was like bipolar. He just went like fucking mental. He was just like, oh, oh, you knew you, no, I knew, no, 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 I knew you were a time waster. I knew you were a time waster. Just like, um, and he just like literally like snatched the bike off me. Like he just like pulled it away and started like wheeling it back in. And I was just absolute suspects. Yeah, and I was just a bit like, okay, this is a bit weird. <laughs> so he started like trying to wheel it away. And I was like, oh, like, everything all right? And he was like, no, no, no. Like, I knew, like, he was like, he was like no, no, you're like, I knew you, like, I knew you were a time racer. I knew you were a time racer. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to, I just want to figure out a bit straight. Like, I'm still interested. Like, because yeah. at this point, I kind of was, even though I knew it was a bit weird. But yeah, like, yeah. if I could get it for, it's still that excitement as well. It's still the excitement. I was like, if I can get it for dirt cheap. Yeah. And um, he was like, you. He was like, you don't even know what you're looking at. You don't even know what you're looking at. And I was just like, and at that point, I actually got like a bit not pissed off, but I was a bit like, I just spent like two or three days like looking up on the bike. I was like, yeah, I knew yeah. exactly what I was looking at. So I, was po I pointed out the decompression thing and all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I know what I'm looking at. I don't think you know what you're looking at. Yeah, and then I like described all this stuff to him, and I was like, in its current state, and I was like, it, I was like, we'll ignore the V five at the moment. I was like, I'll probably give you a grand, and he was just like, 
oh fuck he was like fuck off fuck off and he was just like took it <laughs> off and I was just like oh okay and he was getting like really irate like really quite angry <laughs> I was a bit like okay like whatever this is done like I'm, I'm like it's clearly I'm clearly not buying it like the V5 like everything's a bit dodgy and like whatever but I was still a bit like I'm in this situation so I'm not just gonna like yeah. run away as such and he was like, oh, you... and I was like, no, I'm not wasting my time. I was like, I came around to genuinely look at your bike. Like, you're wasting my time. Yeah. And I was like, you've been a bit weird about the whole situation. And um, he was like, no, 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 you don't know what you're looking at. You don't know what you're looking at. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so he started like kind of escorting me out as such. Yeah. I was a bit like, that's fine because like, I'd already kind of been like, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, the conversation was like really heated the whole time because it was quite a walk down to the shed. It was <laughs> yeah. like quite heated. And I was a bit like, I'm not backing down here because I'm not in the wrong. Like yeah. I was just questioning him about the bike and stuff. <laughs> and then he like dragged me into this barn. He was like, come here, come here, like really aggressive. And I was just like, right. And I walked into this barn and there was just like fucking shit cars everywhere. But he did have a few bikes dotted around. And he was like, look at that. And I was like, looking at it. And it's a just some fuck CB two fifty, like just some fucked old bike, like rusted to shit. Like you probably couldn't even push it anywhere. It was so seized, like it was fucked. Yeah. He was like, "Do you know what that is?" I was like, "Yeah, it's a it's a Honda CB two fifty." He was like, "That's two grand all day long." And I was <laughs> like, "What like that?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I won't give you two quid for it." And he was like, Fuck off, like, like screaming in my face, like two inches from my face, like <laughs> screaming at me. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's fucking mental. And I was like, I've got, I've like, I was like, I need to leave. And then like, he showed me this other bike and it was like, I couldn't even tell you what it was. It was just, it was so fucked beyond belief. Like it was unrecognizable and like, you know, like to look at like, I don't know, like your boots or like that IKEA bag. There's something like that you can identify within like two seconds. I couldn't identify anything. He was like, "Look at that!" And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "That's three grand right there." And I was like, "I don't think it is, mate." And he was like, "Fuck off out of my barn!" And I was just like, (laughs) "You put me in there." Yeah, I was like, "You dragged me in here." Like, it's just like so weird, like. The whole thing was just so bizarre. Like he just turned, like he just flipped. And I was just like, okay, whatever. And he was like, I knew you were a waste of time. As soon as you walked in, as soon as you walked in, you're a waste of time. And I was like, mm. and I was just a bit like, <laughs> yeah. I had nothing to lose. I was just like, no, you've actually wasted my time because you haven't described the bike correctly. And like, you don't even know what it is that you've got. And yeah. Anyway, this whole thing went on for so long that he just got so pissy. And I was just like, this was really unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. I've done a really bad job of telling the story. But no, it was it's just, good. It was just like, it's so hard to capture the experience, the feeling. And yeah, the experience I was literally about to say that like, I wish I was there. Because like... Honestly, like... The, 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 every, the whole like thing, like walking in, like there's so much shit everywhere. Everything, like the atmosphere and like the guy who he was and like the bike and the excitement that I built up about the bike and then all this other shit that I was seeing and then his attitude change and like everything. Is it still for sale? I don't know. I haven't actually looked. Because I should come down oh and my have God, a look at it. So I, want, I want the same experience. It was so funny. Like, honestly, like he was just like, I was just like, you've got no fucking idea. Cause I said to him, I was like, I was being, I went over it like really close. And I was just, when I said to him, I was like, mm, I wouldn't even want to offer you over a grand. Yeah. 
like it's really not worth much. I want to see the place. Yeah, it's funny, but yeah, I was just like, it's so hard. Like with that, it's so hard to remember the whole experience. <clears throat> but are you looking on Facebook now? Yeah. But it's weird because it wasn't advertised. It's not advertised properly. It's like XL. I don't even know if it's under XL five hundred or if it's just under Honda XL. But the whole experience was just. It would be really funny to go there. Honestly, the guy is a fucking nutter. <laughs> He's definitely like, yeah, there's, he's, his attitude, the way his attitude changed so rapidly was as suspect as the bike. Like, it was just, (laughs) just so dodgy. Yeah, everything about, and and I said to Claire's dad, like, I kind of, because I said, like, do you know about these guys at the end of Fishbond? Oh, did you know? Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I was a bit, because obviously they're in the village, and I was like, what's what's going on about these guys down there? And they were like, oh, no, no, we don't know. And then they were they were a bit like, ah, oh, they probably, he would, Richard was like, they probably felt threatened by you from asking so many probing questions. Like they probably thought that you were sussing them out, as in from an authority point of view. Yeah, they were like maybe they thought you that you were the, this guy that sold it. <laughs> you know, like plainclothes police or like whatever. Like, because some, like I don't know, it just felt a bit of a weird environment. Mm. And given that the whole V five situation didn't quite add up, <clears throat> and that you had all of these strange vehicles lying around and. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't really know. It's pretty cool, though. It's, well, it's like, not cool. But it's still. A, it's still a good experience. Good like, story. It's, it's. It's funny, but I was just. I'd got so excited about the XL five hundred. Like I'd literally watched so many videos about them, and I was like, if I can get that for like twelve hundred quid, I was just like, I was. I was genuinely excited about the prospect of like a fat eighty stumper. Yeah. And it just would have been really good. Yeah, it would have. They fucked it. Uh, Man, <clears throat> more van coming out. Oh. But anyway, so that was that. Because I was a bit like in the mood after selling the GPZ. I was like, well, I've got the cash ready and this situation doesn't happen much. Like I don't, really? I don't often have actual cash yeah, yeah. ready to go. Like, But you did and now it's gone. <laughs> it kind of leans in well to my next thing. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we might have to make it relatively quick because I think this is. Well, how many have we done? I've got to see, really. Well, is there a limit? No, there's no limit. But no. I don't know if we've done. Is this our third 30 minutes or our fourth? I don't know. I don't know either. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But I just wanted to talk about like the like kind of chats we've had before, like new bikes and whatever. Because mm. Kramer Todd mentioned he's obviously selling the XL and is considering yeah. a new bike. And I was listening to Motorcycles and Misfits and they started talking about the new Trans Alp. Ooh. And I need to listen to that then. When did they publish that? 
Uh, it might have been the latest one. I'm so not is, sure. Is it confirmed or is it rumours? I think it's confirmed. There's a new uh, twin 750 engine. The one they've put in the Hornet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same engine. So, so I thought it was going to be that because there's been heaps of marketing about the new Honda CB750 Hornet. Oh, really? Yeah, like fucking shitloads, like been plastered. Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, well, they've done a shit job, Honda. Well, no, good, well, it's been all over my feed anyway, but... I'm pretty certain it's the same as the Transat. So, I was thinking it would be like that because the Tenere, yeah. same engine as the MT-07. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, yeah, because so, it's, it's, it's manufacturing, it's yeah. easier. Why wouldn't you? So, when they said about, when I saw all the, like, Honda, con- um, the Hornet concept, mm. whatever, posts about this new Hornet that was coming out. Yeah. I was like, well, they're surely going to do a mid-weight adventure bike. Yeah. Or... So I thought they were going to do like a mini Africa twin, but yeah. they're doing a trans up. So that's like, so I've been thinking about stuff as well. Like you've, you've obviously considered it and we've spoken about it. Mm. Like a more one bike, you've got to get to work. Yeah. Like you can take it wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like anywhere in the world because it's a modern bike. Yeah. Um, you can go to the shops, you can do massive trips, you can go to work. Take two up, do yeah, like, do do literally it's a multi-purpose. So we had, like, for us, in our radar, it was probably the Africa Twin, which is an 1100, which yeah. is big, or the Tenere 7, yeah. which I always leant towards because I think it looked cooler and it was like more green lane capable. Oh, You could easily take two up, you could sit on the motorway on it yeah. if you needed to. And blah, blah, blah. So it looked more like rally inspired as well. Yeah. Like it just had the best styling about it. I think. So because I've got potential for next year to be doing some like other work, yeah. but also still having to go back to France, so yeah. I still need something that could possibly get me there. Ride road to France. <laughs> I was thinking, what would I pick? Because yeah. I haven't really been that interested in newer bikes. Yeah. But then you've got this new BSA that's come out. Mm. I like how cheap Royal Enfields are, but they can still do most stuff. Yeah. Probably not green lining or whatever. So, no. but then you've got the T7 and the Africa Twins, and I was like, shit! If this like potential job thing works out next year, mm. plus of me having to go back to France for my job and all this, like, what would I pick? And then I saw about the Trans out coming out and I was like, that's checked a massive spanner in the box because yeah. we're mega Honda. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just going to be between the T7 and the Trans out. And the Trans out, mm. the new one. But Test ride's coming up. I know, but there's <laughs> not, the new one's not there because even like Kramer Todd was chatting about it, you've been chatting about it. Like, what's it going to be? Have you seen it at all? No, I didn't because I didn't even know that it was uh it's been spotted like being tested and stuff. I've like I've watched loads of um YouTube videos about rumours and like it's been, like more like podcast chats, like chat saying like, you know, like, oh we think Honda's gonna do this, like surely they're gonna come up with something, like blah 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 blah. And then I I've been keeping a close eye on stuff and when Honda had released all of this Hornet concept yeah. stuff, I was a bit like, okay. And then, Surely it makes sense. Yeah, is that it? So then? that's, that's I th- believe, like, what it's meant to look like. Yeah. 
So it looks like a African twin. Slim down. Yeah. Africa twin. No. It, 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 I'll be totally honest. I'm a bit underwhelmed. I was as well. I I still that, think the T7 looks cool. Well, that's what I was about to say was that looking at it that's from like a styling a, point. That's a picture that's popped up of it being I like tested. It, oh, why is Rossi there? What, that's the new one? That's the new one. Really? Are you sure? Yeah. That looks way different to what we looked at before. But that does look better in real life. It looks yeah, it looks better being ridden and then that livery, because that livery is not quite the that's same. That's the old school. I know, yeah. That but that's what I kinda like. Yeah, XR six hundred V. Yeah. So it there it actually doesn't look that bad. However, it didn't when I first saw it, I wasn't like it didn't pop. It wasn't like that looks like a cool bike. Hmm. In my head, I was like, that's just an Africa Twin shrink-sized. Yeah, Whereas like, when, when you look at the Tenere, it's like, that looks like a cool rally bike. It looks like a cool... I mean, it, it, it's quite striking from the get-go, which obviously you don't buy bikes on what they look like because they have to, you know, like, yeah, side-by-side. It does look like... Side-by-side, how do they ride? But that looks way... Because I love this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the rally one. Oh. No, I know the one you mean, but it's like that. Yeah, it's really quite different. So oh. I know, but I've kind of yeah, it looks really mean there. It's that slimmer headlight unit, I think. Yeah. But let's see. Oh, well, it's a lot of things, but <laughs> but I kind of turned off from the new bike thing because it's coming into autumn, winter, and it's like now's not the mm. time to. Yeah, but does that mean you've turned off of all bike things? No, because I want to get the XL sorted and. Green well, yeah, stuff. but then you've still got a bike, I guess. So yeah, like, it's still that kind of mm. thing that once you settle into your work and blah blah blah, like, yeah, oh, it does look good. <laughs> I have to go for a piss. Well, do you know what? I was thinking about the fact that we're probably coming towards the end of the the potty. Mm, well, most likely, how long we've we been going for. There looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's either one and a half hours or almost two hours. Ooh. And so we're also coming up to the bongo time. So Yeah. So I think we've chatted about a lot, to be fair. Mm. Hopefully well. it's been a good update. Hopefully everyone's still here. If you're still here, hopefully we'll see you next week at Rhinos. Yeah. It's ten past midnight. It's Friday. Oh, we've got work in a few minutes. Oh, shit. And my kids will be waking up in a few hours for the next few hours. <laughs> also, if you listen, because I was quite shocked, because Grant, who I spoke about earlier, who I saw in Scotland, listens. I didn't know. So if you listen, let us know. Oh, yeah. That's kind of it. Do you know what? I don't listen anymore. I'm oh. going to start listening. 
Fuck that. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Tommy's out, he's away. We're out. <laughs> Five years. <yes. laughs> right. Peace. See you in a bit, boys.